Hey everyone, welcome to the Little Tokyo Talks podcast. My name is Walter Nishinaka and today is episode zero. In episode zero, we're going to break down the Little Tokyo Talks podcast, why we're doing it,、uh, how we got into it, and what you can expect listening to this podcast.、Uh, today, my guest is my editor, Jamie Takeshita. Hi, thank you for listening today. So,、um, let's just get into it. Yeah, so I would say you're really fortunate in the fact that you have a lot of friends in Little Tokyo, and I think a lot of people do know who you are. But for those who don't or might not know like, your story,、um, can you tell everybody a little bit about you? Yeah.、Um, so, again, my name is Walter Nishinaka. I'm a Yonsei, or fourth generation Japanese American, and I was born and raised here in Los Angeles.、Um, I grew up in Highland Park, which is northeast Los Angeles. And I spent most of my weekends in Little Tokyo.、Um, my family has been involved in the Little Tokyo community、uh, since、uh, before I was born.、Um, so, just naturally, I was born into this community already.、Um, when I was four and a half, I started playing taiko. And、uh, from there, I've continued to play taiko. And now I'm a, I'm a taiko player here in Los Angeles and based in Little Tokyo. Um, the other things that I've done here in Little Tokyo,、um, I do karate at the、uh, Matsubayashi Ryu Dojo of Little Tokyo, where I'm a sandan or a third degree black belt under Art Ishii.、Um, so, those are kind of the things that got me really involved in、uh, the Little Tokyo community or Japanese and Japanese American culture.、Um, Aside from that, I'm also involved in Nisei Week, which is the longest running Japanese. Festival in the United States.、Um, due to COVID, we haven't been able to celebrate the way that we normally do. But as we get closer to、uh, the end of the pandemic, hopefully things will start opening up.、Uh, currently, I'm the chair of the Nisei Week Baby Show, which we haven't been able to do for pa the past couple years. Again, hopefully next year I can have a baby show again. That would be so, nice. Yeah. I think like, the families probably really miss the baby show. Um, but it sounds like taiko and、um, karate will be pretty big parts of the podcast, right? Because I、yes. think a lot of your friends are also、um, people that are artists in Japanese culture. So that's exciting. Yeah,、Something、so. Something to look forward to.、Um, yeah, possible guests or future guests, not possible guests, because I'm sure they'll all love to do it because they love me. <laughs>、um, you know, taiko players,、uh, people doing uh, karate, um, other cultural arts, dance. Um, calligraphy, that kind of stuff. But also,、um, I, want to, I want it to be clear that this podcast is based in Little Tokyo and it's mainly about the community and the people of Little Tokyo. But I also want to branch it out to the surrounding communities of Little Tokyo.、Um, they always talk about LA being a melting pot of culture. And my goal is to have Little Tokyo be the center of that melting pot. So, Aside from talking to my friends and people of Little Tokyo, I would love to get guests from other communities to hear if they've ever had experiences in Little Tokyo. And if they haven't, how can we make their first experience of Little Tokyo the best to、oh, have them come back? Okay, I see. That makes sense.、Um, so, just to clarify, it's not like、um, all of your guests will be <laughs> Japanese American or anything、no. like that either, right? It's just whoever has some kind of 
passion or interest in the Japanese American community here in Los Angeles is welcome to be a part of the Little Tokyo Talks community. Yeah. Sounds like. That's, that's basically it. So, yeah, if you're interested,、um, give it a listen. Yeah.、Um, let's see. Are there any other things that the listeners can expect to hear on the podcast? Like, I know you've hinted about what sorts of guests、um, you plan on having, but in terms of like, what types of things you might talk about,、um, can you give us a little preview? Yeah, of course. So, if you've never been to Little Tokyo before,、um, I could tell you right now that aside from the shopping, One of the biggest things is restaurants. I love food. And、um, Little Tokyo has so many choices of food. So, one of the things that I want to hear from all my guests is favorite restaurants in Little Tokyo, food wrecks, shopping wrecks,、um, fun things to do in Little Tokyo that maybe I don't know.、Mm-hmm. you know? And then also, there's some people that have a, a historical side to it, right? I might not know what. This part of Little Tokyo was before, but this somebody else does. You know? Yeah, I see. So basically, even if nobody else listens to this podcast except you as the interviewer and me as the editor,、um, at least we'll get lots of cool like, food and shopping recommendations. Yeah, definitely. And <laughs>、okay. anytime we interview somebody and、mm-hmm. they have a, a food rec or something, you can check it out on our website.、Um, so, Little Tokyo Talks. Or littletokyotalks.com? <laughs> we'll figure it out. No, 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 no.、Um, so, anybody, anytime that anybody talks about some kind of recommendation or、um, promotes any of the projects or、um, activities that they're working on,、uh, all of the episode notes will be available on our website, which is littletokyotalks.com. And so,、um, if you hear something that Uh, piques your interest while you're listening, just know, like, oh, you don't have to jot it down, then it'll be up on the website. So, hopefully,、um, or one of my goals for the website is that it can become kind of like a, like a reference for finding、um, different projects and recommendations from the community that you hope to build through the podcast. So, I'm hoping that'll be something fun too. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> okay.、Um, let's see. So, I think you talked about it a little bit, but、um, why did you decide to start this podcast? I wanted to start the Little Tokyo Talk, or I wanted to start this podcast、um, because I'm sure there's、uh, Japanese or Japanese American podcasts out there,、um, and all of them are great, I'm sure. But.、Um, I just wanted to give another point of view from another Japanese American. You know, you can talk about so many different aspects of Japanese or Japanese American culture. And for me,、um, you can see it through the eyes of somebody who plays taiko, or somebody that does karate, or somebody that、um, volunteers throughout Little Tokyo. So I wanted to do this、um, so you can see a different side of Little Tokyo that maybe. Um, isn't touched on on other podcasts or in other um, areas. Um, another thing is, I really wanted to、uh, focus on the people of Little Tokyo, too. You know, so you can get people like George Takei to come on an interview and talk about, you know, Japanese American stuff. But I think it'd be really cool to find the not so Faces of Little Tokyo, rather 
you know, talking to store owners, security guards, um, just people that live in Little Tokyo. So hearing their stories too, what their everyday life is like in Little Tokyo and that kind of stuff. That's kind of the main reason why I wanted to start this podcast. Yeah, I think it's interesting because um, like you mentioned, there are some of the more famous faces that we tend to think about when we think of Japanese Americans, especially in Los Angeles. And I know that their stories are super interesting, but um, equally as interesting are like the stories that we might not get to hear or not get to touch on. And so I think that it's I think it's pretty exciting that that's something that we'll get to listen to through the podcast. And also, you know, Walter, like, um, because they're your friends, um, I think it's nice because you'll get a chance to ask people questions that probably wouldn't come up in your regular, like, lunches at Mitsuru Girl and mm. things like that. Um, and so you'll get to know a different side, not of just the community, but also of that individual. And um, I think it's important to be able to hear those kinds of stories as well. So it's really exciting. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not going to go after the faces as well. I mean, that would be like your dream. I mean, right? uh, <clears throat> George Takei, <clears throat> please call me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, that's the goal is to not just get uh, the people that most people know, but also let's introduce new people to everybody. Yeah, I think it'll bring some diversity to the kinds of stories that we associate with our community. So that's really exciting. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Oh, I know that um, one of the things about the podcast that you're super excited about is the uh, images, especially like the cover art. Can you tell us a little bit about um, why it looks the way that it does? Yeah, of course. So... Um... The cover art has my city. I love my city. i born and raised. I'm an Angelino. And uh, so having the city in the background was really important to me because it shows where I'm from. It shows where I come from. Um, we got the palm trees in there. And that's, I didn't know this, but palm trees aren't natural to California. I just assumed they were when I was little because they were everywhere. But uh, I guess they were planted here in like one of the Olympic years. Um, but you know, it's a California thing. Whenever you think California, you think, or Los Angeles, you think palm trees and stuff like that. It's pretty interesting that you bring that up. I mean, I don't know about the whole Olympic thing and I hope you're correct about it because like, if you're just spewing <laughs> like <laughs> random <laughs> facts that you think are correct as the editor, I have to go back in and take it out. But I, I, I know what you mean about palm trees looking, um, very or giving off like very strong Los Angeles vibes. But it's not something that I realized until um, one of my friends was visiting from the East Coast and she was saying that she'd never seen a palm tree like in real life, um, just like on the street until she came to LA. And that was just something that I never thought about before. She's like, I love the palm trees. I love the palm trees. And she kept taking pictures of it. And I was like, why is she so obsessed with the palm trees? But then it kind of all made sense. So I was like, oh, you know, that's something that we, as people that grew up here, kind of take for granted. But for other people, it's something like really new and exciting. So pretty funny yeah so you know city and palm trees that's the background of it and that's kind of why I, I liked it and i wanted to use it um the main guy though 
sitting in front of everything um, is a little Shiba, a Shiba Inu. Um, Does the Shiba have a name? At the moment, it doesn't. But who knows? We can name it as we go. Oh, maybe, maybe if maybe we'll people have, a, have maybe we'll have a contest, a naming a contest. contest. I think at this point. <laughs> you'll be lucky if people are even listening to the point that you get like one or two suggestions so maybe maybe just open it up to suggestions my my mom will definitely <laughs> throw some names out there because i know she'll listen um but no so i picked the shiba um well first of all i love dogs i love animals and um we used to have a shiba her name was nami and she passed away but she was the best dog in the world and so I always thought that if I can be an animal, I'd want to be a dog. Um, <laughs> and, and so I, and you know, Nami was such a such a a, a nice dog that I said uh, I'll be a Shiba, but I don't want to be the kind of Shiba that you know it acts like a cat. I want to be like a dog personality in a Shiba body. So that's why if you look at the picture, he has his tongue out. I think that's really funny. But he's wearing the headphones because he's also. Imaginary me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was one of those things where I was like, I want a Shiba as my 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 thing, my image, my mascot kind of thing. You know, I mean, I don't know. That question took a really weird turn because because I thought you were just gonna say like, oh, I love Shibas. I had a Shiba, um, and also like to a lot of people that especially people that are really into like japanese culture culture on the internet a lot of people recognize like the shiba and it's kind of like a symbol of like japanese culture so that's why i thought you were going to say like by putting a shiba there and putting placing the shiba with um within like the downtown skyline and things that it really represents like the podcast can i didn't we, know it was like can we just can we just pretend <laughs> that that's what i said what you just said is what i said um <laughs> let's pretend i didn't say i want to be a dog yeah um, like, what and you're like oh and its tongue is sticking out it's like, well oh. the tongue sticking out is very important to it because that's one of my favorite things yes but, i know that you um were very particular about that when you're picking it right mm-hmm. like um you had a lot of options of which image of the dog you wanted and you particularly wanted that one that's relaxing right. with the tongue sticking out right. so okay so you know <laughs> as my editor i really hope you make me sound a little bit cooler than how i just sounded saying how i want to be a doggy could you um, like feel the like what are you talking about yeah definitely coming, yeah coming yeah up. no that's why <laughs> That's why I'm glad you explained it the way that you did, because maybe we can cut what I said out and you could just explain what this is. Cause that or, was... or we could leave it in, because I, I it's know. a little bit entertaining. That's fine, we could leave it in. Maybe. We'll like see. you said, um, hopefully I get a million, millions of listeners, but if not, my mom will think it's fun, so... <laughs> you know, I'm fine with that. That's good. As long as as long as one person or you know what, like I said, even if even if there's no listeners, you as the interviewer, I feel like you gain a lot by being able to learn more about your community. Obviously, I mean, it's very apparent how much you care about the little Tokyo community and Japanese American culture and just I would say just like Japanese America in general, I think is definitely something that um you're really passionate about so even if 
you know, there are no listeners, <laughs> I think that you'll get to learn a lot about the community that you care so much about. So, and I just love talking to people. Yeah. You know, it's one of my favorite things to do is to talk to people, get mm-hmm. to know people, and hear things that you probably never knew about them, right? Yeah, so. right. Like I said, you know, I think that there's so many things that will come up based on the questions that you might be asking that wouldn't come up in like your everyday conversation. I feel like especially um, with what you do, a lot of it is it kind of gets, it kind of turns into a routine, right? Like you always have practice on these days and you always run into the same people um, at the spaces that you're using. And the conversation is like, oh, hi, how are you? I'm good. How's this week? Oh, it's busy kind of thing. But you don't really get to know the person on like a deeper level. And so I think it'll be fun to hear their stories. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to to the future of the Little Tokyo Talks podcast. Yeah. Is there um, anything else that you think that the listeners should know about the podcast? Um, yes. For the most part, so I'll say it here and I'll say it at the beginning of most of the podcasts, but this is definitely a podcast for everybody. You know, anybody can listen to this. I want to make it as family friendly as possible. But sometimes you might have a guest or two that might have some colorful stories. And just a heads up, if it won't get too crazy, but sometimes there might be some stories or some some things that it's hard to uh, keep it PG. Oh, I see. Like some sensitive sense. topics or um, maybe not so family friendly language exactly okay but for the most part it's going to be family friendly just a really cool conversation with really cool people um personally as the editor i'll try really hard to make sure that um if there are sensitive topics or language that some might find offensive then um I'll make sure that Walter announces it at the beginning of the podcast and we'll definitely, um, of that episode, and we'll definitely uh, put some kind of um, warning on the episode notes as well, just so that you know, oh, maybe this is one that, like, won't be the best episode to listen to on a ride to Disneyland with the family. Mm. (laughs) Good idea. Yeah, okay. That's something that we should be careful of. That's pretty much it, though. Um, I think I covered everything else that the listeners should be looking out for when we we actually launch. Okay. Um, And then in terms of... I know that you said that you want the podcast to be for everybody, and I think that, um, to me, it sounds like one of your goals for it is that you kind of build a mini community in itself around this podcast it's like a community in itself and so um i'm assuming that you would also be open to um connecting with the listeners through like social media oh yeah or of through course all of that okay yeah so we definitely we're gonna have an instagram we'll have a facebook we'll have a twitter along with our website um, so all of those social media handles, um, you'll be able to find them on the website. On the website. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think that Walter would love to hear some of your stories as well and some of your feedback. Um, I think I think it'll be really fun. It sounds really exciting that you're going to create like this um, kind of like this community or this space um, centered around a community that you that is so like long and well established that you obviously love so yeah very exciting so um for our listeners um join us on this journey i'm excited 
and I can't wait for you guys to meet all the the friends that I have that come on here and all the new friends that I'm going to make along this this journey. So um, with that, I think this can conclude episode zero. See you, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, littletokyotalks.com, for recs and additional episodes. I want to give a special thanks to Ed Oyama for our Little Tokyo Talks intro music, Tokyo Lockdown. You can find Ed at Oyama's Music on Spotify, Instagram, and YouTube. Alright, catch y'all later.